Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to the Practical Heroes flagship campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, we had a brief jump back in time to see what Seth got up to at the Temple of the Gods. We then jumped back to regular time after Seth and Merry had finally had a good night's sleep, encountering a very unconscious very drunk Ed Bronkowski passed out in the corridor. We then returned to Promethea, where Ethan and Gunnark had had a much less restful night, not going to sleep at all, and had both noticed a strange sensation coming from the box, and began to ask around about it, discovering that the mere presence of the box is enough to sap your life force. They decided to move away from it for a little bit, and carry on investigating the cargo hold a bit more. So the first thing you find is that uh, the jug that Mary had been playing with before she kind of put it back. Um, you don't manage to find... You, you just, for the life of you, cannot remember exactly where that box was that had the thing that you made the mental note to try and find. You just can't find it. You're looking probably mostly yeah. for it, and you just can't seem to find it anywhere. Um, there's I various... think that brain thing sucked my memory out. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, there's there's various jewelries, uh, clothes, um, hats, boots, scarves. There's some like bandoliers, miscellaneous weapons, armors, shields. Um, and then you head over to the ether cannon spare parts <laughs> and you were looking for a charged aero crystal were you not um before i head over there are there any uh like rapiers in the like weapon area if not then i'm just going to ignore the rest of them because i don't really care but unfortunately not that's um, fine. I just rolled I to see if there was a rapier <laughs> in any of the boxes that you'd opened. Um, <laughs> presumably, you got a certain number of boxes through, and you were like, "Yeah, okay, there's no rapiers. I'm out." <laughs> right, yeah, and I just whatever. Dipped. It's fine. <laughs> um, you do uh, find a box of what seems to be charged arrow crystal. Um, but you slide off the lid and you head over to get a bit of a closer look. It is an enormous five-foot circle with like a thick metal banding around it of just solid aero crystal. Probably too heavy to lift, especially for Gunnark. <laughs> Although that said, he did absolutely yeet tank into the stratosphere right at the start <laughs> of the campaign. I was in character then, so it was a whole, you know. Um, yeah. It was a method. Uh, I think I'm going to make a big mental note that that is there, and then I will put the lid back on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd say Gunnark's probably smart enough to clock that that might have been one of the lenses that's been mentioned a fair few times in talking about ether cannons. Um, you were about to say... Yeah, and at that time, um, Ethan comes up behind Gunnark. 
Stop, so, stop, uh, stop, stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so, Garg. It was um, me, Barry. <laughs> about that, uh, that flying technique, I think that would come in handy in battle. Oh, I, I hope so. I feel like that would take a, give us a good advantage over the enemy. You see, what happened last time was that uh, creepy god dude came out of a box and then flew away, and we couldn't. Mm -hmm. uh, that was just it. That just ended that. But now. So when did you get this power? Uh, just recently. Um, I I feel like we're very. Uh, locked into the ground all of us we don't have a lot of people who are mobile uh, in in that right. way so i figured it would help i've got a couple other things up my sleeve to help uh do that sort of thing as you saw me use on that brain um i've got a couple of ways to bounce us around um hopefully mm. you know i can Hopefully it's enough. I don't. Uh, I can't do it very often, but I can uh, hopefully help us out when we need it. The more, the merrier. Now I think. So my thing is like I can fly. That's cool. Uh, but I can make other people fly, which is cooler, because someone like Mary or you, if I make you fly, you can throw things or shoot things from a distance while being safe. I stab things. That's I. I don't throw them. That's not my thing. So, uh, I think that's my plan. Really, is to keep one of the rest of you, not Yuri. Yuri's up in up in there. If Yuri's still alive, Yuri's a liability. That's what Yuri is. <laughs> if I make Yuri fly, it's gonna be a bad time. Uh, but Mary, you, even I mean. I guess even Seth would be able to throw spells from up there, so... Um, mm. Yeah, well, that's my plan for it. Uh, we'll see if that's how it ends up working out. It might, you know, maybe it doesn't get used as often, or maybe it gets used too often, I don't know, but... Yeah, only time will tell. Yeah, I, I, I'm not much in the way of... Uh, I don't like magic that just like hurts people you know that there's something about that that uh you know i've used it a couple times and you know i kept one just in case you know i've got something in in my back pocket if i need to but it the utility of spells that's where it comes because i can stab someone and that hurts it just does but mm. you know if i can stab people and do other things now that that I like. Broadening your options. It's always a good thing. Right. Do you do any uh, magic? I've noticed a couple of weird things around you, but is it magic? Um, I'm still trying to understand it myself. I just know it comes from, I guess, to Raphael, but uh, he's not really answering any of my uh, questions. I don't know how to com communicate with him. Have you, uh, have you ever tried, like, going to a temple, getting a book or something? Well, I've, uh, I've gone to the temple. Have you ever tried human sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, 
No, I, I, I've gone to the temple before. Um, it was actually the the month that we've spent some time away from each other. Um, but uh, I guess I felt something, but still no actual verbal communication. I think part of it too is that uh, I don't know. I feel like you're. You know, like Mary and Yuri, they've got like a, you know, like a connection, you know, like that they use. Do you, like, does your uh, magic or whatever it is come, like, from that? Or is it like a separate thing? Or how does, do you know how that works? Um, I mean, the only thing I can think of at this time is, I mean, when we fought the Black Knight, there was some type of intervene situation that happened that I didn't activate. I, I did see in that moment of me killing him that I saw some type of sand snake thing. It was like almost like time slowed down. And by the time I looked up, I already had my sword inside the, the Black Knight. So, I mean, I'm guessing it all comes from Duraphiel. Some I can use on my own, some just happens. That's interesting. But that's all I got. You said a sand snake? Like a... So, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not I a mean... Snake. <laughs> sand snake. Yeah, sand snake. Uh, it means it looked like a snake. Just made out of sand. Huh. You know, I... I gotta know more about this stuff. One one of these days, we're gonna go and visit that temple because I gotta see this stuff. It sounds very Here, interesting. Check this out. And then I, uh, Ethan pulls out the second blade and shows Gunark the handle up close. I don't think I've ever really showed anybody the handle of it and the intricacy of it. And uh, starts just kind of like turning the sword upside down and kind of making the sand inside just going back and forth. It looked yeah, like I mean, the snake was made out of this stuff. The handle, as you look at it, it's like a normal uh, convex dagger handle when you see an ornate dagger, but it's almost like it's made out of glass or crystal, and inside it there is this hourglass with sand running through it. And it's probably it's... at about this point you realize that Ever since you said Meria, the entire time, Mary has been stood next to you guys, just silently listening to the whole conversation. Um, and the others have returned <laughs> along with her. <laughs> Mary's just there like, hello. <laughs> oh, Mary, uh, when'd you get here? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Couple? Heartbeats, minutes, who knows? What is time? That checks out. Apparently. Still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> oh, well, uh, Mary, did you bring all the stuff I asked you for? I did, yeah. Hang on. And she'll start digging did, all the things. Did you ask her. her to do the thing? Because no, that didn't was ask messed me up. To do the thing. Oh, okay. Dang. It was. Nothing. I mean, I feel like messed up is. Not exactly how I would describe it. Super cool is how. Well, I mean, okay, some of the okay. coolest things are pretty messed up. So after I did the shopping, because that totally, <laughs> you're you're the priority. After that, 
drops all it of their like, stuff on the ground in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> you can get some really cool stuff here, is what I'm saying. And she starts taking off her glove. And and she's, she just goes, ta-da! And she shows her hand and wiggles her fingers. And you guys can see that it's totally metal. Just metal. What? And then she starts pulling her sleeve down, and that's metal. Pulls it past her elbow, and that's still metal. Starts rolling it all the way up to her shoulder. See, it's all... Look, clang, clang. And the cool part, watch this. And her bow pops out. You're ready to go. She's like, see, I can just... And and it goes back in her arm. What the hell did you do to your arm? So she had this this retractable made it beforehand, and now you watch as she like <laughs> she shakes the arm like a compartment opens in the forearm this small box kind of like spins out into her hand and just extends into the bow so did you keep your old bow or is this a new one the the extendable bow is uh, they retrofitted on the original bow retrofit uh, right right i i wasn't sure mm-hmm. i was just curious if at some point i was going to see mary using the spiders to dual wield bows you're worried about bows and her arm is missing we uh we we went to a place that that uh that oh, it's does not the missing and she digs in her bag <laughs> no you she, kept your arm she kind of oh, just, just for keepsakes it's just walked in and said uh give me one of them arms and just cut her fucking arm off you see Gunnar I knew something was off with Mary (laughs) (laughs) I said that to him only and not not to Mary (laughs) it was kind of like a quick little and I got these cool scimitars watch this and they like extend out of their hilts (laughs) she puts those back I thought with the with the ching ching, I definitely thought they were extending out of Mary's other arm. Which, oh, surprise! <laughs> Not She's Wolverine, yet. but with I was out of money. <laughs> it ran out of money. Next time. So. Wow. And uh, there was blood everywhere. I got you two cloaks, Gunark. So you've got like some options there. Thank you. I. She bled all over the nice person's shop. Thank you. <laughs> Are you like okay? Like, do you need to like? No, <laughs> no, not you. Not worried about you. I wasn't talking about me. Mary, you like you now? Good? What? Ha- yeah. <laughs> Did your arm? You, so you cut your? Was your arm not working? Like, what happened? Not like this. This is way better. So I just got rid of the one that wasn't as good. Just, I used, look, I got these cool scimitars. I just like, and then it went right through and then bop some healings on it. And then they just grafted on this new one. Can I, can I see a little closer? She screamed. I screamed. Oh, Oh, man. Ethan's grabbing. She holds her her arm arm up so you can see it. it. Um, See, it's really cool though, right? faint mechanical whirring of like clockwork gears inside the arm and it, you only really notice it when you get like super close to it mary is already drowned it out by now you get used to it very quickly when it's attached <laughs> mm-hmm. to your body i mean it looks really good but my question um aren't you really close with your god and is she okay with all this yeah i talked to her she's fine with it 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh also, I talked to her. Big thing. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, not a lot of details, but whatever is in these boxes, these demigoddy thingies, were 100% definitely without a question put there by the gods. So, they definitely don't mm. need to be getting out. See, I, I also went and spoke with uh, a god to try to get some try to get some information. Uh, apparently, the beings in the boxes are not wholly evil. She didn't say let them out. I'm just saying they are not wholly evil. In what way was there any explanation besides that? She does not like to be forthcoming about said things. Also, Mary, you'll get a kick yeah. out of this. Uh, I was instructed to seek out Shade's Peak. Oh, heck yeah! I, I know you wanted okay, to visit. Okay, as soon as this so. boat stuff is wrapped up, let's go to the spoopy place. <laughs> Sorry, um, are we just yeah, like evil, evil isn't over even the really fact like that you cut your arm off. Like, are we just? Is that fine? <laughs> right. Sorry, I don't. I'm not from like the Isles. Is that like a normal? Like, what are we? <laughs> well, I mean, they just, there was a whole store full of arms, so it must be at least a little normal, right? I have met at least one person that uh, didn't need additional arms. Oh, wait, did I meet them or did you meet them? I, my I memories are getting mixed. Uh, someone <laughs> met someone whose additional limbs... <laughs> We're not needed. Oh, Mary, Yuri, and Ethan definitely met someone who had two extra mechanical arms. That's right. Mary was talking yeah. about him in his, in her sleep. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's how I know this. Okay. No. Yeah. I, think I do that's sleep different, talk. though. Like, because you still. I don't. You know what? I think this must be a cultural difference, and I apologize i'm truly out of my element i'm just gonna we're gonna play this off and i see that that is happening now that's fine i'm just gonna okay yeah, we're gonna just have to okay but also it. uh i mean your arm is pretty cool but uh can your arm do this and uh Orlin, like rolls up his right trouser leg and slides up like a button on his knee and just disconnects the lower half of his leg and slides a bottle of whiskey out of it. Ah. Ah. It can't. You're right. Mm. Honestly, honestly, Just me. I, I'll take some. Takes uh, a swing. <laughs> passes it around. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so it's not really like a are they evil, aren't they evil sort of situation. It's that the they're definitely on. dangerous. Yes. Is, uh, is the thing. So we got to keep them in the boxes. Mm. And because I don't know if you guys remember, but you kind of we like all kind of got our butts handed to us. So I figured, like, what's a little arm if it can like help keep us safer? Yeah, yeah, it was. I did this for you guys. I, I definitely vote we keep the the crazy head, uh, winged, fantastically dressed beings inside the boxes from mm -hmm. here out. I, I was not contesting that. I want to be clear. I was just presenting information on the situation yeah. that I got. Hey, Seth. Right, um, yeah. I was just saying it doesn't matter to me if they're evil or not. Uh, who, uh, sorry, refresh my memory. Who, who's your god again? The Raven Queen. And then in that moment, Ethan's kind of like, 
even though he has a mask on, you see his eyes just kind of like, kind of like change a little bit, slightly, almost like if it's, he's confused, but at the same time angered, but then just a mixed emotion eyes kind of. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, I need to speak with you concerning um, those, what you were called when you went back in time, back to the future. I don't remember when you went, but to the to the then that you went, uh, I, I need to speak with Y'all you about some, some stuff. Very interesting people. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that means a lot coming from you guys. <laughs> it's the time that I came from. Technically, where we are now is the future. But okay. The present. So you you went to the past. Gotcha. Well, I was well, from the, the past. past you, right. I meant on that specific ad- adventure. You, that's where you went. Yeah, it, we can talk about that. Really, I well, need to talk to you about some things you said. On his solo adventure, he went out of time. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, the solo adventure hot tub time machine. I think I... <laughs> yeah. Cold tub time machine. He fell through the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to talk about that now or later? Uh, it can be later. We should focus on the big scary box that burns you while it's cold. Mm. Yeah, good point. And so. tries to kill you while you're sleeping, says the cat. <laughs> oh, that's no that's fun. New. Yeah, oh, the longer you spend around the box, I think it, it doesn't do good things to you, is I think what that means. Mm. Well, to catch you guys up, uh, we did come across this weird brain creature. Uh, almost oh, took a cool. thrown on the floor again by Felira, <laughs> who had retrieved Mary it from immediately. To the captain. <laughs> immediately goes and starts poking at it. It's, it's in like, he threw it and it looked like one solid thing, but the, the other two knew that it was not, and it hits the ground and just slowly peels back apart into the two separate pieces of brain doggo. Heck yeah. Easier <laughs> to investigate and learn about. Exactly. Yep. So he so pulls out, out one of their handkerchiefs and holds it to their mouth. <laughs> Is it okay if I like poke poke around, get in here? Is it? <laughs> Nods. Alright, yeah. Learning about this. So, how many of them did you find? Uh, just the one. And then, and then there was some weird crate with tadpoles that Fuero kind of just incinerated. Because Quido's just like, oh, shit. (laughs) Fuero did mention that some type of creature usually controls these things, it's not too far from its master, so. Yeah. Garak and I have been looking for something within the vicinity, but we haven't been able to find anything. Okay. Possible illithid on Promethea. That's fun. This is a fun boat trip. Huh. Oh, it's that. Okay. <laughs> uh... And he just, like, looks at Merry, puts, like, a hand in front of his mouth, and just waves his fingers. Tentacle people! Oh! That's ugly. Uh, uh, don't get too close. But cool. They will, uh... I don't... 
They will try and stun you and drink your brain. That's that's a new one. That's for sure, Zs. I don't want that. What about this? No. Is a brain? Did they they don't eat their? That doesn't sound good. What an interesting civilization I they must have. Don't actually know how they make those. So they eat brains, but then they make some of them pets. <laughs> I bet I'd be a pet brain. <laughs> Your brain is fascinating, Mary. It would be a shame to eat it. <laughs> So everyone's just nodding in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> All two hundred DMPs. Uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys, finish looking around down here. Do you want me to do the the glowy eyes, magicy looky thing again, or you feel capped out down here? I think it might be helpful for you to look What's around the again. Temperatures. I'm okay. not the best at it. As you know. Are you are you looking for magic? I mean, yeah, always. I, I just have to do a little yoga the, like, first. <laughs> the purple lenses flick down. I'll help. Okay, just give me like ten minutes. Don't start without me though. Ten minutes. Eleven minutes. The lenses flick back up. Start uh, yoga. During that time I'll go over to uh Ethan. <laughs> Uh, There's just right. a line of spiders now next to Mary doing yoga with her. <laughs> um, so let me subtract the gold amount. <laughs> um, I'll go over to Ethan and say, uh, okay, so I got this, uh, well, I guess Mary bought, I sent Mary on some errands while she was out there, and uh, this is for you. Uh, and I hand you a pocket watch. Oh. Hmm. And I say, uh, so uh, you can wind this up the way that uh, pocket watches work. You can wind it up, it'll tell you the time here, so uh, it won't be or shouldn't be affected by traveling to different places. So if you get sucked away again hmm. somehow to some other time, you should, you can at least know you know, the time is passing here, you know? Mm. Well, I appreciate this gift. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. It's a good thing you're taking precautions for the next time Ethan gets sucked off. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> of sucking off. The minute uh, he said sucked away, I was like... <laughs> Seth, uh, speaking of that, um... <laughs> <laughs> I've got this ring here. Um, you can put it on an object and roll it down. And <laughs> uh, it's a little bigger than I was thinking it would be. That's weird. Um, but whatever. Um, a little girthier. Uh, and uh, this for you. And I hand you a, a pretty simple ring. Uh, and the message rise above is engraved into it. Uh, I see you like jewelry, so uh, best for you. Just a reminder. Thank you. It's a pen 15 ring. <laughs> it, I don't know what happened left, down there. She cut her arm off. He left off, the so. duty of getting a ring to Mary. 
and this is what has happened. <laughs> Thank you, Gonok. I greatly appreciate it. And I slide and it on. Seth can like uh, grow a finger to fit it. Yeah. <laughs> I slide it on. Uh, yeah. My left pointer finger, and so now I have basically brass knuckles of rings. No, it's but, it's a penis ring. It's a cock oh, ring. It's, okay. It's a cock ring. <laughs> it's made out of a cool oh, yeah, metal it though. What, it, what, which metal did you end up choosing? The oricalcum? It was oricalcum, was it not? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was given a yeah. cock ring by yes. a minute. Okay. I, I go to slide <laughs> it on and go, are oh, you fucking kidding me? <sighs> Look, I don't know what happened on there. She cut her arm off. It was probably the blood loss. I don't know. I just asked her to get a ring. Nope. This happened before. <laughs> It was one of the first things that I, I got. I figured, like, average human size. I don't know. You could probably adjust. <laughs> You're not wrong. I slide <laughs> it in my pocket. I'm like, I'm not. This is not a uh, wear all the time sort of accessory, apparently. Uh, and it then, could be. Uh, Mary, did you give me back? I mean, back, you could really shrink your wrist. Did you give me back everything or just did you keep the boots or no? Uh, oh, she probably put... Now, she'd give you the boots so, okay. that, so that you can gift them. Sounds like a plan. I'll wait until after your ritual to do that. Uh, and then... Yeah. He goes to give it to Mary and she's just deep in the yoga. I'll wait a second. <laughs> Raises one foot behind you. you can go ahead and put them on. That's, uh, that's okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. It's okay. You're busy. I don't want to interrupt. Don't let her do it. She'll probably cut her feet off. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. I'm broke. I can't. Um. So yeah, there we go. And then I will take the money away. <laughs> away from Mary. <laughs> away from me. <laughs> it wasn't very. Much. How much? Uh, I didn't see that you put the crown on there. How much was the crown? Do you remember? Um, it was, it was, uh, I think lumped in with the pin oh, 15 okay. ring. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah. The tiara. So at this point, the, uh, the ritual finishes. There's the brief flash. Um, and the entire, like, artifact quadrant mary <laughs> is glowing um there's a very 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 faint glow of magic coming from your arm um mm-hmm. which is probably the first thing mary notices and does the ooh, trails oh, in front of her absolutely. face <laughs> um at which point the wolf forged oh are we doing this lenses flick down <laughs> yeah now it's time um, so are you doing something specific like a- Mary pretends to do the same thing. <laughs> looking for anything, or are you just- Um... We'll start with, uh, maybe some things that have auras that are moderately strong, but not- mm-hmm. Like, we mm-hmm. don't want to mess with, like, little dinky things. 
but we don't want to um, barrel sure. into. Is oh, there boy. a residual aura on the uh, the half brain matter? Uh, no, it is a little too dead. Um, so, Mary, perception check with advantage because Gerald the Doomslayer is helping you scan for magic. Say <laughs> dirty twenty. Nice. Um, of course, immediately catching your eye once more is that jug that you had carefully set back into the box. Mm-hmm. Um, good to see it's where you left it. <laughs> um, yeah. There's. We should totally take that. It's handy. There's very, very strong auras coming from most of the things in the artifact storage. Um, coming from most of the boxes in the ether cannon spare parts. <laughs> um, you notice no. um, a lot more of the boxes are open than were before. Um, there's varying abjuration auras, conjuration auras, a um, couple of evocation auras. There's the, it, it's a rave. It's a rave in the cargo hold. <laughs> there's there's a lot of magic going on down here. Let's go with abjuration. No. Conjuration. Ab- Let's try that. Conjuration. Okay. Let me roll to see which one you find first. Cool. Um, you head towards a crate that's already been opened. Um, Gunark, you notice it was one you had been searching through previously um and mary this bandolier is just lying inside the crate with a note kind like a tag on it that says for identification um and it just seems to be like a simple cross chest bandolier with six daggers sheathed in it okay noted little uncomfortable that it's because I think they said that some stuff was oogie boogie, maybe? I don't know if I was in there for that. I can't remember. Alright. Well, there's a thing with some daggers, but it says it hasn't been identified yet. Yeah. Ethan Hunt daggers. She won't say the oogie boogie part. She'll just say... Careful, some of it's scary. Yeah. There's a bandolier with daggers, but it says it's got a special tag that says it hasn't been identified. So, that's what's in this one. Can you do that? Scuttles over to the next thing. You seem to be good at the magic stuff. Do you know how to I, do that? I can't magically do it, but I can give it a good think. <laughs> I mean, I could too. And, and get a dirty 20. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, and I mean, kind of looking around some of the other things, um, you notice, I guess it would be somewhat of like a combination of maybe evocation and conjuration. Um, there's a set of boots in a crate boots. that hadn't been touched. That has now been opened. Got some boots. Um, some very nice looking boots. Okay. Um, well, we'll just, you know what? We'll just go ahead and they don't need this. It's payment. Dagger, bandolier, throw it in the backpack. Boots, <laughs> throw them in the backpack. <laughs> um... As you're making your way through, um, something with more of a evocation-y 
aura, uh, very, very, very strong aura. That's probably what draws you to it. It's like a beacon in the middle of this uh, pile of crates. You open the lid and there's just like a big pile of chains and like effectively tape around the inside of the box and it just someone's written on it in massive capitals cursed do not touch cursed to shit do not touch <laughs> she thinks about it way too long <laughs> but ultimately drops down and goes okay probably not this one maybe <laughs> um Continuing onwards, there is another crate yeah. full of um, swords, varying sizes and weights, um, which seem somewhat similar in terms of the metal they're comprised of to the sword that Seth had bought, the cold iron short sword. There's just various cold iron weapons. Okay, she'll point that out to the boys. Bunch of, bunch of stabby, stabby swords. Um, also, I have three short, three, five, I don't know, a bunch of short shorts, if anybody needs a short short. There are also ten cold iron arrows in there as well. Uh, um, with just a very, that has like a very, very similar to your arm, like a very, very faint aura to it. Cold iron isn't, they're not magical weapons, but it is somewhat magical in its properties. Um, mm -hmm. What else do you find? It was a decent roll. Um, no, no, you don't find a kobold in a crate. <laughs> I'm scrolling through my stuff and there was just a random kobold. Um, <laughs> yuck, yuck. There is a ring with a fairly strong uh, conjuration aura. Backpack. Um, the ring is somewhat in the shape of an arrow, like bent into a ring. Oh yeah. So like the tip Take of that. the arrow meets the back of the fletching of the arrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a sit down with that leader for surezies. <laughs> um, let's go for a couple more things. Why not? You guys could do with some ah. fun things. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's keep stealing from this massive city. It's fine. You you also I have no notice... Calls. Yes, this. <laughs> um, strong uh, abjuration. Yeah, abjuration's protection. Um, strong abjuration vibes from this cloak that seems to just be like gently billowing inside this crate, almost like it's floating off the bottom of the crate, just ever so slightly. Um, with a tag with a red question mark on it. Oh, that one's 50% off on Wednesdays. Right. That's what the red tag means. If it had a blue tag, <laughs> yeah. it would be 20% <laughs> off on Thursday. That's 
That's right. Well, she'll catch it and just hang on to it. Okay. Um, you, oh. So you said you're picking it up, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Um, you immediately die. Um, you know, it's, it's... Excellent! It feels, like, nearly weightless, and you can somewhat see your hand, like, through the fabric, but you also can't. It's really trippy. It's very cool. It's like this kind of slate, grey, dusky black. Oh. Great for, um, when Seth's in another emo phase. <laughs> When, when they get bored of the snow princess phase and shift into the emo phase. See, I've never... Um, a few... Uh, a few more faint auras pointed out by uh, the Warforged who's helping you include mm -hmm. a variety of arcano-mechanical prosthetic limbs um, being kept on board, just in case. <laughs> And it literally, you open the box and there is like a piece of paper inside that just says, Spare limbs. <laughs> they're, they're pretty straightforward to the point here on Promethea. Um, yeah. Well, this had to be like fitted, so I don't know that just like any random yeah. arm or leg would work, so I'm gonna leave that to the professionals. And the final thing you see, crate quite heavily sealed, um, but you managed to get inside. <laughs> um, there is a barbed spear um, with like a somewhat golden point to it. Um, and just like various papers inside the crate, most of which seem to be documenting and talking about the prototype Sky Anchor. Okay, well, I'll carefully gather up the papers, make them nice and tidy, tap them on the top of the box, put them in the backpack, and then hold up the spear with my mechanical arm. Go, guys, look what I found! <laughs> uh, um, and then she'll take all of her goodies back to the cat. Interestingly enough... Oh no, yeah, that's fine. I thought something would shoot from it, and it doesn't technically require attunement, so I was gonna do a roll to see if Mary accidentally fired something from it, but it, it doesn't shoot, you Ooh. throw it. It's a spear. <laughs> uh, what is... what uh, What did you find? Okay. Magical Let's things! start setting things out. As the lenses... Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't suppose any of... Uh, any of you keepers have... have the type of stuff that can identify stuff, huh? Uh, ah, we can find somebody uh, in town. We had a wizard that could do that, but uh, he left because Gerald kept bullying him and flicking him in the balls. True story. They bullied my NPC. <laughs> Wonderful. They had an 18th level wizard with him and they bullied him into leaving. <laughs> we can go to the one-page mage guy. We can go see Opie and take the things, and he can do the thing, and it'll be great. <laughs> who, who Would he is, be able who to is identify that? Who, who is this one-page one, one huh? page fellow? 
It's it's a it's a wizard in uh, part of town, and he has uh, pages from from the big library or the big. He's got like a lot of information. He's really cool. You'll like him. Yeah, pretty cool shop. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's just sundry, sundry. Is Mary just loose like pages. dumping all the items she found onto the floor while she's mm-hmm. saying this? <laughs> Yep. Because <laughs> you'd said before, and so she like, gets them all laid out. need any of these? <laughs> yeah. And um, she's also going to, like, set out her other random things that she has. <laughs> and while I'm at it here, I've got these spare spare swords. God, what else does she have? <laughs> it's honestly uh, ridiculous. I took a look through her character sheet. She's got, like, two short swords, three scimitars, <laughs> three. <laughs> the two retracting scimitars... <laughs> the sled. Yeah. Well, Mary, I've got something for you, and I'll hand you the boots. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I thank you. This is such a surprise. As she puts out the boots that she'd found in the crate. <laughs> uh, do you know what they do at all? Like, what kind of stuff they do? Each of these things? I can tell you they're schools of magic. That's kind of. I could take a best I'm guess. I'm quite brilliant at magical it's things, so if you tell me the school, I could probably perfectly identify what that does. So there's this cool ring, and it's conjuration. It looks like an arrow, so best guess, it conjures arrows. Mm. Maybe. I don't know about that one. Ah. Uh. <laughs> It's a little too on the nose, probably. It probably, like, conjures a direction of something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Like a compass. It's a compass ring. Compass sort of deal. Yeah. Hey, Mary, Mary, what's what's that in your hand? Then he's looking at the, uh, the cloak. Oh, oh, yeah, this guy. This is, it's abjuration, which is protection-y stuff. And watch this, and she'll just kind of like let it go. And it just slowly drifts. Hmm, mind if I take a look at that really quick? Yeah, here. Ethan throws it on. (laughs) Then uh, turns around, turns back around towards you guys. Take a look. And then he it's, breathes. It's like a mom. <laughs> he breathes out of his he mask. He vapes a bit. Way so that and the uh, haze can come out. And then he turns his eyes red like the like the, uh, oh. like the harbinger's eyes. And just glows them nice. red. Um, it's, oh, it's, that looks cool. It's like a slower, more ethereal version of Mary's cloak of billowing. Whereas when Merry like strikes the pose, it billows dramatically. This is just like it's in a soft breeze. I wonder if that falling quality is now applied to you, Ethan. Um, how much do you want for it? <laughs> I I wasn't saying I wanted it. I was saying I wonder if we were to drop you from a higher height, you would fall slowly. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Uh, Ethan, don't tries to, the crate. Ethan just tries to jump <laughs> as high as he can. You jump and you land. Normal. 
Maybe, maybe you need to jump from a higher height. But the cloak, like, really delicately floats down for, like, 30 seconds <laughs> after you've landed. <laughs> maybe maybe it jump... Okay, remember... I, I don't know if this was an everybody thing, but remember when you were a child and you used to, like, tie a blanket around your neck and hold it as if that could hold you in the air longer? Maybe this actually works that way. So... Try Ethan. jumping off of something and like hold hold the cloak. Jump off Promethea. <laughs> Maybe it's a high. Yeah. You know what? And then Ethan climbs up uh, uh, one of the crates and jumps down, but he kind of holds the the cloak behind him. How high are you climbing? Uh, however high the one of the crates are, I guess. What, what's the height of it? Like, I mean, there are a few feet. You could get up a stack that's like ten foot off the ground. All right, let's give it a whirl. Okay. Uh, make an acrobatics or athletics check. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Right, give me a minute. It's loading up again. I See, I feel like, uh, by my best guess, that cloak probably, actually, uh, I would say probably is just like it will give you advantage on perception. That's kind of my, it's kind of my estimate. I have very magical senses. Are you saying oh, this yeah. out loud? That's my, look at this. I'm it, brilliant. Ethan said, yeah, that, uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. So he and got then a, jumps. he's got a 14. <laughs> 14. Uh, you take one point of damage <laughs> as you collide quite uncomfortably and quite ungracefully with the ground and the cloak slowly drifts down. <laughs> <laughs> to come to rest on you. You just like roll your ankle as you land. <laughs> it's just for looks. We go and ask someone, yep. see if it if there's a specific yeah. way. Hey, uh, I thought maybe we, we could can... experiment our way into this, but if it's gonna slowly whittle away Ethan, probably not a good idea. <laughs> I'm impressed that he didn't go straight for the bandolier of daggers and went instead for the flowy cloak. It's all aesthetics. Yeah, we can pop over to the Arcanist Farthing, maybe? That's where maybe... Well, one page the page plan was... was... I don't know. Do stuff in Mordothak, and then the next morning, Promethea disembarks. Yes, uh... Yo, oh, we should ask the captain, because they have things that need to be identified, so maybe they have an identifying... I think they were towards, uh... This or what? to maybe get them identified if I remember correctly I'm I'm also not sure we should broadcast to the captain that we dug through some boxes and took some stuff speaking of Mary do you want this back uh <laughs> he's rubbing his ankle <laughs> uh sure yeah we'll just I'll put a, put everything away for now if you guys decide you want to test something out just, just let me know, and I really need a better, better bag for just like keeping things. Would be it's really starting to weigh down the old backpack. Would, would you say that bag is uh, somewhat designed for holding? I would, yeah. Something that just like if there was like I don't know, like a purse that just had so much space inside. I'll get to work on it. I, I, I can uh, make some of these things. of carrying so, things that would be fantastic could you give it like a like a leafy sort of motif given some time i might be able to yeah 
That'd be great. Thank you. I, I, I will have to uh, uh, remove some of my special uh, properties from one of my babies and just like kisses the side of the barrel. But, uh, you know, I figure I help you. You help us, so no harm. Show off. As he spins the revolver and <laughs> reholsters it. I was, I will say, I was genuinely, when you pulled off your leg, I thought you were going to show off that it was actually a rifle. No, that's what I have the, uh, this here rifle for. <laughs> Swings the rifle round from his back. You know, I figured it was one of those, like... <laughs> yeah, no, I thought about it. Taken prisoner, and they're like, give us your weapons. You're like, okay, this is just my leg. And then you pull off your leg and you shoot him in the head. Yeah, no, no, we thought about it. It's been discussed before. Um, I just prefer the booze. <laughs> Slings the rifle back. And besides, uh, they take our weapons, but um, they can't take Gerald. <laughs> and he just lifts up his arm and it transforms into the cannon. Ha ha! <laughs> and turns back into a hand. Valid point. It was it was more of just a like you, you were like, can it do this? And you pulled off your leg. I'm like, he's about to shoot someone with his leg. <laughs> I mean, is it not just as impressive to have a booze dispenser? Oh, not at all. This is absolutely wonderful. Well, see, Danny could be like, do you want a drink? And then right. while he's offering the drink, he can grab his gun and be like, Pacho! Exactly. You'd be surprised how many people I've executed that way. It's the perfect plan. It, it really is. I I didn't even think of that. Hey, Mary, uh, mine, uh, mm -hmm. could I take those daggers off your hand? I kind of lost my uh, ritual one after trying to throw it at this box. I don't know where it went. Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. And she'll wrestle it back out of her backpack. Hand it over. Hey, if you say I think you it lost said it, six you daggers. Lost it. <laughs> hmm? If you say you lost it, it's gone. It just flew. I, I, I imagine it just, so, and then gone. Fair enough. Where it went. Yep. So it's a bandolier with six daggers on it. That it do be. And which school was that one? Uh, that would be a combination of uh, evocation and uh, conjuration. It's it's somewhat like now that you're looking at it closely as you're passing it over and the detect magic is fading, it's like the daggers themselves carry the evocation aura and the bandolier has the conjuration aura. Okay. I've never seen these like this before. Um how did are they different than just my normal daggers? Uh you should they just seem Spend more some like throwing daggers as opposed to full-sized. Get to know it. Like, kind of really spend, spend, I don't know, like an hour or so just in case it's required. Sometimes things are. And just uh, see, see, how, see how you feel about it after that. Sometimes if you like really focus on an item, it'll like reveal its secrets to you or something. Mm. Well, thank you for the pointers. Um, and at this point, the call thunders down from above as you hear over the various loudoners across Promethea. All right, everyone away from the sides. Let's get moving. 
and you feel that familiar lurch as Promethea begins to move. And as it does, we will end this session. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.